something that you probably didn't want to be because you don't have that like I guess I'm trying to say structure yeah. or like that that base yeah. so I, I think that I think that more so that ties back to like the how a person was raised like if a person doesn't like if your parents or whoever raised you don't like kind of instill some type of base yeah. it kind of leads you to go astray and astray and go whatever really yeah Ooh. And it's funny because sometimes your parents teach you the base, but you rebel against it. True. That's very true. So, upbringing do have a big part in it, but I think a lot of people rebel because one, they may have a rebellious spirit. One, it could have been like a single parent home. Right. Which you see most people these days, the reason why they rebel against one, because they're like, oh, no, nah, you, you ain't my dad, you're, or you ain't my mom, you can't right. tell me what to do, blah, blah, blah. And. It's real confusing because I'm a rebellious person. Right. Because, <laughs> uh, like, I didn't know my dad. And I feel like I has, I still hold some resentment to that. And, like, I feel like by me not knowing him, I still don't know who I am. Because it's, like, that missing piece of... Yeah, I can see that. Because a lot of people get, like, you get certain traits from your parents. Right. Like... And you may not even know you got certain traits from your parent. Your, like, say you have one parent that wasn't there. You may have certain traits from them that you don't know. But once you find out, like, as you meet them, you get known them, you're like, oh. Yeah, you're like, oh, like. Now, now it makes more sense. It, it makes more sense. Yeah, makes that makes sense. sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I can relate to, I didn't grow up with my dad. Um, but 
figures around me. So I didn't necessarily need my dad because, you know, I had like, I say about like five to seven father figures. Yeah. Like from family members to people my mama was married to after the fact or just people who actually just wanted to see me do good. Do good type yeah. of thing. So like I didn't necessarily need that to know who I was as a person. I kinda learned myself. And I think like I think like with all young people, I think all young people go through the yeah. find discovery. Yeah, discovery. But also like just being rebellious. Cause like I even like, you know, with the way like young people act today, it's like I think people who are like when they when they're in their adolescence, yeah. a lot of people they don't want they don't wanna be held to no authority. Yeah. Or they don't wanna be uh told what to do by no type of authority. It's like, bro, who are you? Who are you to be telling me type shit? And then I, I, I would think, you know, maybe it's, you know, just being hard-headed and not knowing. Because like some certain people, they don't be knowing. You know, they think they know everything. And then, you know, some people some people got to bump their head yeah. <laughs> before they get it. Like my uncle told me, you're going to be taught a lesson or you're going to buy a lesson. Yeah. But <clears throat> I agree. But you also see it's not even just the adolescence of the day is actually a lot of the adults and everything else. Yeah. Like grown people still find out who they are because they like some trauma, traumatic experience, or somebody not being there affected them, and they just go down this path of I don't even know what to call it. Destruction. Destruct. Yeah, path of destruction, where all this was just one little turn and just accepting it was like you know this is. I got it. I got it. Because look, nobody's going to save you but you. No one is going to save you in this world but you. So you got to think about it like, oh, if I want to find out who I am, I got to do the work. Like that shadow work that most people don't want to take the time to do is like, like sitting down, go through the lonely period. Like that part is the, lon- the lonely part. Is, you know, the one where you isolate from everybody. Like, dang, do I like this because my friends like this or because of this person I like like this or do I really enjoy this because this is what I like to do like who am I like sitting down and finding purpose on top of the two right and it's it's, it's crazy because like I had a lot of father figures too but in the back of my head I always knew this like bro y'all I know y'all trying to step in and be my Father, but you're not my dad. Yeah. And I think it... But does it really matter, though? Because, I mean, outside of, honestly speaking, like, the way I look at it, it's like, you know, even if, you know, your parents, you know, they fornicated and they had you. Yeah. Outside of that, if it's not really no relationship, like, so say, you know, you you were born... And then you were adopted. Oh, I know. It's like, I think it's more so that connection with somebody that builds over time because as a baby, you don't know shit. You don't know shit. Know shit. <laughs> I know, and then over you time, you just like, boom. You know, and I see so many of these stories now about people coming out to adopt it and like they go over back and refine they, they birth parents and right. the service and like, why you gave me up? Because like, sometimes people think in the back of their head, like, oh, I'm adopted. They didn't want me. Yeah. And they, they feel like, uh, 
now they gotta, it's like it's still, that's a whole different type of discovery of who they are versus like, like a dad just being there then just walking out. Right. And I, I, I even see things as like, going back to that adopt, adoption type deal is more so, when it, com- when it comes to that, it's like, and I, I think this is a problem that uh, everybody, a, a lot of people deal with. It's like not seeing things from like a whole perspective, perspective. not from your yeah. perspective. Yes, and because I was cleaning up my my mom's old room, her office, that we were turning into like a different, like another room and stuff. Right. And then looking at all these notes and everything. I was like, well, I see these old letters and they letters between my mom and my dad. And that made me start feeling some type of way. Why? Because I'm like, I'm reading the letters mm-hmm. as if I'm the one she's talking to or as I'm the person that I'm my dad writing it. Yeah. I was like, mom, you should have to be smarter than this. He just playing, like, you can tell he just running game and this, that, and third. And I'm just getting upset with reading it. I was like, I'm like, Ma, you didn't know better? I was saying, like, if she would have knew better, I wouldn't be here. Yeah. But also, yeah. And, and that's another thing, too. And this is what kind of what I'm kind of kind of starting. As I get older, I'm kind of starting to learn, like, there really is a difference between a, like, regardless of what society says, there's a huge difference between the way a man thinks yeah. and the way a woman thinks. And it's not to say that it's bad, but you know, yeah. most men think with a hundred percent logic. Most women do not think with logic. They think, they think, with, they think with emotion. Yeah. And that's you know, it's easy to kind of prey on them. You know, if you, know, you kind of a predator. <laughs> no, and look, and I felt some type of way too. Like my dad was married the whole time. To your mom? Or no, to. My sister's, my sister's um, mother, they still married his wife. And, like, Damn. he got a daughter with, like, my older sister is not by his wife, but they, it's like four months, five months difference. And then two years after the one with his wife, me and my, me and my little, me and my older sister. Yeah, that's player, man. But at the same time, <laughs> I'm looking at it as, like, he was in the military, and I was in the military, too, so. Yeah. I, I know how people operate in there. Yeah. So it was just like what was there and available and everything. But I, I look at it, I was like, dang, my whole life, I always, you know, you feel like something's missing. You know, yeah. nothing's really missing as far as what you, you what is provided for you. Like, I had everything I could ever ask for. My mom went above and beyond. Like, my mom was like, she was like super, right, she was right. like one like super woman, super right. woman, Wonder Woman, like they couldn't even touch her, right? Because like she didn't just do that for me, she did that for me and my sisters. Like I had two other sisters, so she did that with three kids, and working like full time job, doing all this other stuff, make sure she's still there for games and stuff, and I didn't appreciate it. So also I feel like regret, like dang, I'm always over here like asking about the other person that's not there, when like, the person that is there, I don't even give them their flowers. So I'll be like, dang, it's like I missed a part of the connection that I could have built with my mom to know more about like who she is and what she wanted to do. Like, like 
some the traits I get from her and everything else too. Man. And it, it's crazy because like me and my mom didn't have a real conversation till 2020 when we like everybody sh everything shut down. Nobody can go to work. So I was like, yeah. we sat down, had a conversation. I was like, mom, what do you really want to do in life? Like, what was your dream? What, like, what do you want to do when you was growing up? She said she wanted to be a teacher. My mom was like trying to scare to get in front of people. And funny thing about it, I asked my grandma the same thing. She said the same thing. They like, yeah, I didn't make the income true and everything too. But I had to try to show them. I was like, actually, you did become a teacher. You didn't become like one of the school. But like, you're a person who trains people at your job. What you doing? Teaching. Yeah. And, <laughs> and my grandma was like Bible study and everything, Sunday school. Same thing. Like you helped me when I was little with the read. You read with me. You did everything the teacher did, but you was at home. Yeah. But see, I, with you saying all of that, I see that you you were the people who developed to see the yeah. whole picture. Yeah. Not just your picture. And that, and yeah, but like I, I'm just, as I'm trying to develop my own picture, like I said, it's still that missing piece. Oh, so you feel like now it's still a missing piece? Even though, like, I, like, because as far as, like, my little, my family I got going, uh -huh. like, I got my kids. Oh, yeah, I be forgetting you, yeah. I'm, I'm a dad and everything, too. <laughs> and I see little things that my son do that I used to do. And the same thing with my little girl. Yeah. And any other potential kids I may have out there that comes up later on. And as I sit down with them and spend quality time with them, I'm going to see different things, like, boom. I'm also gonna let them know, like, bro, I'm here. Like, if you ever need to sit down and talk and everything else, too, bro. Right. Because they got other halves of them that I don't know, but I just wanna be there for them. And I remember how big of a role my granddad played in my life, and like, me figuring out who I was. Because he was big on family and big on, like, like, show, like, he tried to spend as much quality time as possible with me. I chose to stay around the women, because. I go like I used to do the same thing, and bro, I used to get so like I don't know. I guess the older men, at a point in time, bro, like I used to be around like with just all girls, like growing up. Mm -hmm. It used to get to a point to where people thought I was gay. The older men would be like, "Are you gay?" Yes. I'd be like, my, bro. My uncles would say the same thing. Cause like they was like, "Hey, he need to be hanging out with us with the guys and stuff and everything." I'm like, and like my son, he do the same thing. But like me and him. We we connect, but then we also butt heads. Right. My son is the best of me. Cause I'm not gonna let him be the worst part of me. <laughs> I refuse to buy. I acknowledge that part of him. Can I see if he get upset sometimes? But isn't that that? Um, I think it's that that more just more so just that male natural instinct. Yeah. It's like you know when it's another. I can read my my kids, and I know like, hey, you need to. Like, I had to sit down and talk to him, but I think it was two days ago. We were sitting down and having a conversation, because like, he really was trying to tell me stuff. But at the time, I don't know I wasn't listening to him, because I know he was just, he didn't know what he was talking about at the time. But I didn't want him to feel like his words didn't matter. Didn't matter. So I sat down with him and was afterwards, like, so what's going on? He being a little agitated lately about the littlest things. And I know his mom was already not there and everything else too. And I feel like that goes by. He got the exact, this is why it's so crazy with me and my son. 
he's experiencing everything I experienced. Reverse. Reverse, yeah. yeah. So, I'm like, and it sucks. Because I remember, when you know how something feels, and you try to keep your kids from feeling that, and there's yeah. nothing you can do about that part, it just like, Everything you said you wasn't going to do end up happening. Like you said, you ain't going to be missing out the kids' lives, but there's other parents out there they still going through the same thing you did. Yeah, true. And then I feel like that can cause them to have a little doubt in who they are. So I just try to make sure I encourage them, like, hey, yo, you special. They might not know it. You in a better spot now. But, like, don't never doubt yourself for who you is. Right. My, my little girl, she just, she just said, oh my God. Honestly, I'm going to let you know right now. This is, I see my little girl being, Simone Biles ain't going to have shit on my little girl. Really? Okay. I just got to start putting her in, I'm going to put her in the classes, little gymnastic classes. Like, she'd be around there, like, I can do a split, toe touching, trying to flip on rings. Like, oh, you want, do you want to do this? I was like, at home, no, you can't do this. My mom was like, all right, now I'm here, go ahead, train, do the best you can. We're going we gonna to get to the Olympics, boom, push us. But I don't want to have to lose who she is, too, because right. people get lost in the task versus finding out who they are. Yeah. Another thing I wanted to touch on, like, when it comes to, like, finding out who you are, yeah. is one of the things I also realized, and I've, I even learned from older people, is, like, everybody's journey is different. Yeah. So, like, if I grew into who I was at 25, that might not be the same situation for you. It might take you to 45. Exactly. Or 30. Or some people shit 60. It takes a lot. Because a lot of people... Don't it don't click or like other opportunities and they had a lot of obstacles in their ways that they never overcame until a certain age, and I agree with that completely. Cause like right now I'm thirty, and I I see I'm like all right, I can revert back to doing this, or I can actually press forward to the things I want to do, right, and make them grow and bloom into something that I always seen myself blooming to. And it's just getting out of that comfort zone, building, getting out of that fear, like, oh, all right. Like, yeah, you're going to have, anything you do in life that's worth having is not going to be easy. Right. And Elon, but <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be easy. And <laughs> I think over time, you learn the, you got to do it by any means necessary. Most definitely. Because at the end of the day, it's what you want. Not what nobody else wants. Not what nobody else wants. Everybody gonna put, put you know, put their expectations on you. Exactly. But you can't listen to that because that's also get you sort of caught up in, oh, if I'm not this, that, and a third, I'm not good enough. Fuck them. You. Just, you're good enough right now. You just don't have the belief in yourself that you can do it. Right. And see a lot of kids getting put down, but not have that person 
encourage. I feel like mostly, I know my mom did encourage me, but I feel like a, it's your father tell you like, oh, bro, you can do this. I got your back. Cause like my uncle, that's how my uncle is with me. Like if I call him, talk to him, he sit there and listen to me. He also give me, he a pastor too. So you know, give him the scripture, he give him his thoughts, try to be like, don't revert back to this. I think that's needed though. Like that, that's like the balance. Yeah. Cause shoot, I even I have it like, bro. I got the, I got the street OGs. Yeah. I got the Muslim OGs. I got the pastor the OGs. Exactly. So I think everybody, everybody's perspective is valid, especially like when it comes to dealing with older people. And I was, I was telling you like off air, like I was uh, talking to the kids yeah. on Sunday, bro. Telling them like, bro, it's so much stuff. That y'all can learn from various different elders, yeah. various different perspectives, bro. Like it would change the way you think, and also it might save your life. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Because a lot of you see a lot of people become a product of their environment. Exactly. And you know they all little talk about nature versus nurture. Yeah. But I feel like both is needed. Facts. I feel like once we just start saying nature versus nurture, like nature and nurture. Like, yeah, I need, like, when we start piecing it together, because I realize we talked about on the last episode, it's all mental. It's, right. our, it's our mental balance that keeping us down to where we're at. Once we start realizing, that, all right, boom. Yeah, this look at the environment. Like, do I want to stay in this environment? Do I want to end up like this? And you have the older people that are in living, like, trying to guide the kids, like, hey, don't go down the same path I did. Do this different, and then like they start nurturing them like, hey, to press them out of that. That's how you strengthen the the poverty area in our communities that is still growing and it should not be growing. Right. With all these opportunities out here, it's just like there should be no reason why we as a people are still. But I think, I think, I think it's a lot, bro. It's like, I think it's more so my, one, one mindset. Yep. Uh, also, like, the base, the base that people have at home is not good. And also, and it just nowadays, bro, like, there's no structure at all. Like, bro, like, it, it, it's not going to, perfect example, like, with the, even with the kids nowadays, it's like, bro, if I see my dad, He's a game banger, killer. I'm gonna do what he do. I'm going. Why, why would I not do what he's doing? I want to be just like my daddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the same thing with like mamas being strippers and stuff and dancing in yeah. front of their kids. They're like, making that culture cool. Yeah, and that is not. Yeah. Because look, both all my baby mamas are strippers. They are strippers really? after the fact. I they really? After the fact. <laughs> <laughs> and look, it's crazy because. I never went to the strip club. Okay. And seen them. I ain't know they was doing this damn third, but. Did I say all of them? I know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you two? Two of them. I got a pop spot, though. But yeah. finally, if I'm going to do a DNA test and see. And uh, then I'm going to say you went three, then you know what? I'm done. <laughs> but, um, hey, baby. God. I know, I know, right? But. <laughs> but. Um, 
I look at it like, I be thinking like, cause when I see my kids dance or stuff like that, I'm like, I know certain things you see from the other people doing. Kids are like sponges, they soak up everything they see or hear and everything. So they're not gonna do a certain thing if they ain't seen a certain thing. Fact. And that's why, like, sometimes I sit down and correct certain stuff. But I'm like, bro, no, this ain't what you do. Yeah. Like, when little girl, like, no, you don't sit like this. When you have a skirt on like this, you cross your legs, boom, like. I ain't gonna lie, I probably need to learn, like, before I have my daughter, I probably need to learn, like, proper, like. Yeah. Little girl etiquette. Oh yeah. I ain't tell her when she hugs somebody, hug them on the side. Whenever they pick up and hug it, I don't wanna hug nobody coming straight on like hugging them. And I'm like, nope. And then like I'm like, how you sit and everything, doing little stuff like this, I don't need no sassiness. Screw the sassiness. Yeah. Sassiness can leave you at the this ain't no love and hip hop, uh Atlanta, basketball wise, this ain't none of that shit. Facts. I'm like, nah. But even like, even going back to like the, the, I think that was a good point though, like, your baby mamas, even being a part of like the strip culture. I don't necessarily think that's their fault, you know? They probably could've, because going back to what we said earlier, like, bro, a lot of women think emotional. So, you know, when a lot of these girls are out here contemplating on what they want to do for money, they not thinking, okay, oh, like like a man would think logically, but okay, shoot, I need to go get me a job real quick type deal. They think, okay, I can make this, I can my make... idol doing this, and all I gotta do is show my ass? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what we doing. <laughs> and the crazy thing about it, it's getting easier and easier for women these days yeah. to do stuff like that. Like, my OnlyFans, stripping, premium, Snapchat, whatever, and guys, and actually the guys that are feeding into is also like yeah because the guys the audience exactly and not even, some women too but still at the same time like by the more you put more money into stuff the more people want to do that stuff right and that's what making like such a, a bigger gap between like like hey i ain't i ain't gonna lie i ain't knocking nobody to do only friends i ain't knocking nobody to do strips i ain't knocking nobody to do none of that but at the end of the day what you put out is always gonna stay out there on the internet. That stays forever. Yeah, and also like a lot of, I feel like where a lot of women go wrong with that, and a lot of women don't think long term. Yeah. Instant gratification. So it's like okay, I made twenty, thirty, hundred thousand dollars these past five years, but did I put any up for retirement? Did I invest into Businesses that I create, like to where I generational wealth. Yeah, because once you you know 30, 30, 35, you know, like it's gonna be a new, a new girl on the block, new twenty one year old, twenty year old. And look, I think the the uh, I think I heard this with men and women is opposite. Like over time, men. Somebody? No, they become more valuable. Right. Yeah. Okay. And women, I'm not saying all women, but most women over time, their value diminish. Diminish. Yeah. So they like, I feel like they in this window like boom, boom, boom. Like, oh, let me, I can get all the money real quick, like this, that third. 
But now, after you did all that real quick and then go, now you ain't got that money coming in, what they're gonna lead to next? Exactly. Be, now you still, now you lose. Cause I'm like, I don't think nobody ever just said, oh, I'm gonna be a stripper or only fan. If you did, cool, that's you. I'm not knocking you, but at the same time, I'm like, some stuff be happening that no one talks about and then like the traumatic experiences they be like, well, I'm just gonna live like have fun and just blow it. Which ain't a bad way to live. Do your thing. If you do anything, making your money, you able to feed yourself, provide for everything, all your needs and everything, do it. But someone the other day said, talk about men, didn't know some things, they say men supposed to be providers and everything else too. Providers, yeah, but you can't hold a man to the old standards because these are not the same women from that era right there, too. True. Y'all got this. Women got it easy. Even then, though, too, <laughs> it's more so going back to now we're living in a time to where everybody feels as if they can challenge the authority. Yeah. Which I can see it in a good way and a bad way. But most notably, when it comes to like the dynamic of the man and woman relationship, it's like if we come in together as one, mm-hmm. why is it that you know every when we try to do something, you're always crushed. You trying to yeah go hand to hand with the authority. It's, it's like and it's going back to the happy wife, the happy life. Yeah, like that's the reason why if someone comes in that statement with to me, if I ever decide to get married or talk about marriage. It's out the window. Right. Because you basically tell me your happiness is more important than my happiness. And if I ain't happy, what the hell I'm doing here? Exactly. And it's it's like you can't put one before the other. They always think they they the prize. Okay, you talking about you the prize, but then you always say we ain't this, that, and third, you know, we lied and everything else too. Everybody lies in this world. Everybody told lies, I mean everybody lied. Everybody cheat. Yeah. It is what it is. But you trying to say it's okay for you to do, but the man can't. Like, it ain't right for nobody to cheat. ain't no right for nobody to lie. That's just how you, if you want to look at it that way. But at the end of the day, if you trying to be more superior than a man versus equal, Everything y'all feminists are talking about is bullshit. That's another thing that I do hate too. Is more so it's like women nowadays. A lot of women nowadays, like the whole feminist movement, all that. People they want to be a man without being a man. If that makes yeah. sense. Like they want to be able to. They want to be like you know how people say they. When a girl starts a business or whatever, it's a whole bunch of dick riding and shit. Like, I'm a boss bitch. Yeah. People want to be the authority, but don't want to be held accountable. Accountable. And that's what's, hey, because look, we got to hope, we, we be held accountable before we even get to that. that yeah. Thing. And like, that's why when I say, like, women got to eat it, look, if they really saw about equality, because really, they always had more power than us. Yeah. Think about it, legal system wise. Any other section wise in this whole world, women had it easy. Like they got more power. So if y'all really talking about equality, let's make the court system more equal. Yeah. For single fathers that's trying to get their kids and everything else as well. Uh, 
let's make the rules for the man and the woman the exact same. That means y'all will be losing y'all power. Like, if y'all lie on a man, you can be falsely accused, and y'all can go to jail just as much as the man can for making a false statement. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> or even then, bro, it's like, bro, just hold them accountable. When it comes to, going back to what you said, you know, with the men and women, mm -hmm. their value, mm -hmm. their, their perception of value being reversed, that's very true, because, bro, I see, like, you know, when it comes to, you know, you are a young lady, you know, you went through high school, you went through, um, you went through high school, you went through college, you know, people just don't give you money. Yeah. Fast forward to somebody like myself right now, bro. I have to make a connection with every single sale that I make. I gotta like damn near fucking crawl and nail for that dollar take. Oh, yeah. Versus when you know, you know, you just suit up, go to the strip club, or they uh, damn got like, <laughs> Look, all they gotta do is post a picture with a with a with a booty out or uh, like saying in a bikini or something, take a photo like that. They get like this day and age in social media, all they gotta do is basically sex sales. I'm not, and I'm not knocking y'all for making y'all money, but I'm saying like, people like they it's okay for them to show ass and titties, camel toes, whatever. But let you show a dick. Oh yeah, it's, it's over with. It's over with. But if you're gonna, if we're gonna talk equality, you should do the same thing for ass and titties, and all the private parts of a woman that you should do for a man. A man that's gonna talk with his, his his private parts out. Guess what's gonna happen? Matter of fact, they'll make you a sex offender. Exactly. <laughs> but you know what's crazy? <laughs> Is that when I go on a sex offender site, I've, I've never seen women. I've never even heard of a women sex offender. To be real with you. Other than them teachers that uh that slept with their students, but but see, I don't even hear them. Exactly. I don't even register as sex offender. I think they know. And it's crazy because like that plays a big part to who they who you are and everything as well too. Like, right. look if you if you already know you're gonna be held to different standards, it kind of questions you like, hey, are you gonna go down this road where, boom, this that and the third, versus, and like the value system get questioned a lot, like for women and everything else too. Like, yeah, say they they in their lifestyle. Say they're in there because they're trying to pay their bills or something else. Like, they're trying to provide <laughs> and everything. Right. And they probably go against some of your values. Like, hey, I may not, I might, I may in this for a moment, but not trying to stay in this forever. I understand that. But you got those some that are just like, I don't give a fuck. I also, I, I also see is that, you know, that behavior or the way we kind of train, you know, a lot of young women to be. Mm -hmm. I think that's what ultimately leads to the way a lot of women are when they reach their thirties. A lot yeah. of single women are when they reach their thirties. You speaking about your video when they have these little the meet and greets and everything, and they and they be all women, no men. Yeah. Like, bro, why do I want to go there and deal with you? And I know you're gonna be on this bullshit. Exactly. Because, like you said, I remember you said it a long time ago. 
space, women's space, I'm like, come save them. Exactly. God knows there's no one to come save them. Yeah, they, they We know, you. like, bro. Ain't, we know. No, ain't nobody ain't coming save to save your ass. And look, it also plays back to this. <laughs> this is why I think it's so important for, like, fathers and mothers to teach their kids this, too. And over the whole period of life, you've always been told how to treat a woman. Right? And women have been taught how to treat, no, how to be treated by a man. But we have yet to teach women how to treat men. How to treat men and how to teach men how to be treated by a woman. They think they can get away with everything. We need to start teaching them, these young women and young men, like, nah, this shit don't fly. And start retraining ourselves to, like, hey, how is a man supposed to be treated? Exactly. How are you supposed to be valued? Because if you ain't going to value him, guess what? You don't get mad when he go out and find somebody that is going to value him. Exactly. So, because you're probably really going to go out and do what you want to do. Matter of fact, bro, I'm going to write that down. We got to teach. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. We have to teach. Yes. Women. Because some of them have a good man on their, like, right there with them. But, bro, that's, like, that's, like, just hit for me, though, bro. Because, like, that's facts. And I'm probably, I'm going to probably start asking a lot of my females, like, were you taught how to treat men? Or are you just going off of what you fucking feel like? And what you see. And, like, because <laughs> literally, if you look at it, a lot of these women, they are going off of reality TV shows. Like, uh, Housewives, the drama stuff. Soap barbers, what they see on TV, it's like, oh, you, all you see is really the man doing it for the woman. But what is that woman providing for that man? If they ain't providing him no place of peace and everything else as well, like, what purpose do they serve? And I'm actually, as I as I get older too, it's like, bro, that's why I try to like tell my my female friends, it's like, cut the bullshit. Like, stop living in fucking fantasies. This, yeah. this is real fucking life. Because you think, I'm about to get it. Look, they always say, oh, you're going to take me on this trip, take me on this. I'm like, that bullshit. Look, that's a, you trying to get with a baller. Yeah. Or some this celebrity people that probably showing you just the best part, not showing you everything else that's going on behind it. You want that type of lifestyle? You know, now we can build that over time, but... Bro, because when the money gone, they gone, bro. Exactly. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's just, and you realize, when all your past relationships, I realize, I used to get, I feel like guys get way more emotionally attached to the women yeah. than women do to the men. But I have learned this. I think Kevin Gates said it. Don't get mad when it's over. Just know that that was just the end of your turn with her. Yeah. And it's good, kind of true. It's like, yeah, because after that, yeah, she on to somebody else. Yeah, do I want to get back with him? Maybe I'll be thinking about it, but, like, but no, I had fun in my turn with him. I'm, I enjoyed it. I learned something else. And like over time, I look at it like now, cause like I was looking at something uh, this morning. I couldn't sleep last night, so I woke up, went to the gym, like listening to some stuff on uh, YouTube, and I always was thinking like these soul ties. I was like, man, how you cut away soul ties? Ex-girlfriends, people you've been with, you know, you you acknowledge the 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 good you, the, what you learned in that relationship. Be thankful for it, and also talk about like the niggas like 
what you made you feel, what you learned. I look at every girlfriend I had. I was like, dang, I knew you like hold on to different stuff from them, not even knowing I'm doing it. Right. That also I know that I'm doing it. And I, I literally this morning I was like, I don't wanna I said I think Natasha because she had to build my confidence. Because I was a shy person. But also I learned not to be what is that, uh when you like you listen to other people all the time. What is that word? It's in my mind. Oh fuck, what's that word? Uh don't be when you listen to people over words over over the people other people. Listening to words over action. No, like I was listening to other people over her. Yeah, over her. Okay. What was it? What's it? I don't know what it's called, but I can't think of the words. Mm-hmm. If y'all find out what the word is called, write it in the comments. Write <laughs> it in the comments. Uh, uh, with Latoria, like I learned how to love fully and forgive, and that one, like after everything we've been through, like me and her, like boom, learn how to forgive and everything, and like with Asia, learning not to rush. Uh, with Leah, learn how to love again. You know. And I look back, I was like, damn, they actually played a big part of who I became. <coughs> and like even though it was, it may have not end the way I wanted to end, I'm glad to end it. Anyway. I feel the same way. Like, bro, like every situation, every relationship or situation that I've been in, bro, like I've learned from it or yeah. from those people, bro. Like yeah. But it's like, I'm at peace, though. And I, I realized, like, this morning, when I was saying that and listening, I was like, same thing. I was like, weird. I was, the sun was rising. It was sun, sunrise. I'm out there on my front porch in the country. Just thinking about it. It's just like. Bro, I got to come by your place. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> early in the morning. Hey, early in the morning, it's nothing like uh, just a watch the sunrise. be like the little dew in the mist. Like damn, they like a movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it was like a piece of finally can let go of stuff that I was like, man, I feel like I'm still holding on to this. Right. I mean, you know what? Thanks for this. Thanks for this. I'm glad of this. Like now, like when I'm, I feel like moving forward, going if I do still pursue another relationship, I can like look back and like, all right, I don't want to rush this part with this. I know what, what, how I am in relationships when I was with the other people. So I know, like, boom, I can bring out the best of what I learned. And don't do the opposite. Don't do the worst of what I did. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. So. I, I, I definitely support it. Um, I, I would like to say, I, I'm the same exact way. I'm just like... Every experience that you go through is an experience that you can learn. Exactly. You gotta always be learning. And I feel like, and that's what I was telling the kids the other day, bro. If you stop learning, you stop growing. Like, once you've learned, and it was somebody else who said, one of my mentors was like, bro, once you've learned everything there, that there is to know, the only thing left for you to do is that. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and, and that's the about it. And really, you should never be at that point because there's always new knowledge out there. Right. So 
So when you think about that, there's always been new knowledge. I mean, there's always something new for you to learn, a new skill that you can master, something else you can, a new hobby you can take up. It's just, are you willing to make that effort to go and get what you want? Learn something new. Bro, and even, like, bro, I'm one of them people, bro, it's like, because in high school, bro, I used to think, like, damn, like, I hope I ain't learned every goddamn thing <laughs> in the world. <laughs> but now that I'm older, it's like, bro, I'm learning new shit every day. Like, the shit that I learned now, bro, it's like, you wouldn't even imagine. And I don't even be learning it in college. Well, it just be like life. Regular life. Regular life. The regular life teach you. Yeah. <laughs> and if you ever get to this point, if you go back and try to relearn something, but learn it from the other perspective, it, the thing you thought you knew, you end up you don't even really know. Yeah. Because the one class I took in college at PSC, it was contemporary literature, and the teacher was a Marine. But I love how he did his class. We actually, he's like, I'm not going to give y'all tests. They ain't going to hardly have no written assignment. Read the book, and we have discussions. Read the, we're going to talk about the movie or a book or whatever we were doing at the time. He's like, if y'all talk about it and everything else, there ain't going to be no test. But the people that don't talk, put in other input, they have to take a test. But literally, you can read the same thing as somebody else. Yeah, totally two different perspectives. And that taught me something, too. There's no such thing as right or wrong. It's all about perspective. I agree. So, what may be right for me may not be right for you. Exactly. Yeah. And I and I kind of try to adapt that to life now. Like, it doesn't make work for me, but that that worked for him. But honestly, that's actually right, bro. Because honestly, if it, if society wasn't the way it is now, like. Somebody did something to a family member, cause like, or let's say, let's use death and killing for example. Oh yeah. <clears throat> if society didn't feel how they felt about death and like death necessarily being a bad thing, if somebody killed your family member, you know, cause you know, in certain cultures, you know, if your loved ones died, that's like a celebration. Mm -hmm. But here, you know, somebody kill your family member, you want to go kill them back. Oh yeah. But if society's not like that, I mean. If you're not raised up into that environment, technically, you know, you might not have to feel that way. Yeah, because uh, two movies that, or t one of the TV shows, one of the movies that show a picture, the picture that. Uh, on my block, if you ain't got you seen on my block on the Netflix? TV show, yeah, on Netflix. Yeah, the when they came, you know they had another season came out later on the fourth season. I, I didn't watch the first season. Watch it. The grandma died. Okay. And like, this is how I want to go out. If I die, celebrate me, have a party, turn up, talk about the life, you know, talk about the good part, talk about the bad part, talk about keep it real. Right. At the end, you know, like, yeah, because really people don't say what death is the, the end goal for everybody. Right. That's one thing we can't escape. You're not going to beat them. You're not gonna <laughs> can't beat them escape <laughs> So when the time comes, you're the time comes, you're sad. At the moment, but also it should be happy for the other person because now they ain't going through this suffering anymore on this earth. Like, there's so many different outlooks of what could probably 
happen after you die. But Thor actually put me on something. Like, all these different gods and everything else, too. Mm -hmm. Like, literally, they was talking about, oh, yeah, there's a God for every person, every type of religion. And when you die, you just go to that person, like that that type, their version of their heaven. I was like, hmm. It could be possible. And it could be possible. Because look, at the end of the day, like you said, there's no such thing as wrong. So they just, that's just their version of what they got going. At the end, when uh, the girl died, the lady Thor, whatever her name was, the Thor girlfriend, wife, whatever he, she was, she went to Valhalla and where everything else, and it's just like, boom. Like, well, damn. But even then, bro, it's like, <clears throat> I was watching, uh, I was up late last night, too. You seen the new trailer for uh, Black Panther yet? Yeah, that's hard. Oh, shit. But I felt that. I was watching Charleston White, and he was explaining, like, there is no such thing as karma. Because if there was, why is, why has... Caucasians been able to terrorize the black community and nothing bad ever happens to them. And like, he was going on like a lot, he was using a lot of scenarios. It was like, you know, like, because when it comes to like, you know, how rappers talk about death yeah. and murder all the time, people feel offended. Yeah. But nobody calls out the white people who. They, the same they used to, they, when they used to hang black people and stuff, they used to mock their death. Nothing ever happened to those white people. Karma mm -hmm. does not really exist. It's, it's all in your head. Going back to the, it's not really a right or wrong thing. Because honestly, bro, <clears throat> when it comes to like animalistic behavior or nature, everything is really about the art of survival. Yeah. Or the willing to survive. So like you know, if you know, white people might not even be wrong because at the end of the day, they preserving their race. Yeah. Cause what do animals do in the wild? It's either me or you. They kill. They kill. They eat to survive. You know, same thing with us. We kill animals. Exactly. And ourselves. <coughs> and that's just a part of who we are as uh, people. And really. Like you said, now today is just second nature. Like it was not. It was. It was surprised me. It actually was like, like oh, it's not. No. Everybody in the world was like, just stop killing. And let people just die naturally. I would be shocked. It's not. That's not gonna happen though. It's not possible. I don't think it's possible because of it's nature. Yeah. It's nature. I feel now. It's nature for people to die. It's nature for people to kill. It's nature for people to be in disagreement. If all that stuff just stops, the world will probably collapse. Because yeah. you got to think, <clears throat> all of those things have been happening since the start of civilization. Cain and Abel. Even before that. Even the story of Adam and Eve. Yeah. Eve couldn't even get... Eve could, even Adam couldn't even get on one accord. Like, they told you, don't eat the fucking apple. You ate the <laughs> fucking you, apple. Yeah, <laughs> hey, exactly what I'm saying. Women, y'all, y'all the problem. Don't listen. Y'all don't listen. Y'all don't know, but we just all been butt-ass niggas still in. But matter of fact, you know what that tells me, though? Yeah. Is the art of women always trying to question and up and try to uphold and 
take down the authority. Mm-hmm. She didn't have to eat the apple. Yeah. She and look, she's technically, she is, that's why women's days are, oh my God, I think, uh, that was a whole other topic, <laughs> but shoot, man, but Eli, so who are you? Who am I? Uh, I would say I'm a, a thought leader. I lead people with my thoughts. Um, I'm a thought leader, uh, a hell of a dude, uh, a young black man, just always growing and evolving, um, still building, still growing, you know. Um, I'm just like any other regular uh, black kid in America. Like, I'm hustling every day. Yeah. <laughs> so whether it's selling oil, selling houses, uh, still in school. I'm just trying to make it, trying to, like going back to what you were saying, trying to make myself of value over time. And big, really just to sum all that up is just a thought leader. I lead people with my thoughts from like aromatherapy to giving people advice on the podcast, uh, giving the kids, speaking to the kids advice, uh, doing speaking engagements. Um, everything I pretty much, my skill set is my mind. Like, that's, like, it's thinking with my thoughts. So, like, I, overall, I would say I'm a thought leader. I lead people with my thoughts, and I make things happen with my thoughts. Like, from the techni- technology side, when it comes to coding, building websites, working with computers, putting things together. I'm the guy that can really, like, put stuff together and make it happen. All with my thoughts. So that's who I am. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? I think that's what I can answer that with my words, not by my actions. Okay. Uh, I'm a limitless being on a journey of self discovery. Okay. That would never. I can. I feel like I can. I can still believe I can do anything I put my mind to. I can still learn new tasks. I can still. I got room to grow. Just like I um, do the limits I put on myself and that that others I allow others to put on me. So I think that's who I am. Uh, because like I said, I'm a son, like when you think about it to the basic answers, like son, father, grandson. Eventually gonna be a grandfather. Yeah. All those stuff. Like, there's no, there's no right, <laughs> there's no wrong answer to what I am. So now it's just piecing everything together, together. to get the full, the full picture of who you are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but man, always growing though. Always. Always growing. Even like when, even when you don't know you're growing. Never stop learning. Yes. Because. Once you stop learning, that's when you let depression and everything else creep in, because you're too being too stagnant. That means you need to get out your comfort zone and get out there and learn something new. Learn something new every day. Yeah, that's me every day. Like, I'm that, always learning new shit. That keeps the devil away. And if you don't know who the devil is, look in the mirror. True. Yeah, you are your own devil, and you are your own version of God. So decide which side you want to be. Man. Eli, thank you again for coming in today. 
No problem. Yeah, sir. He's Mr. Reliable. Anytime I call him, he's Mr. Wolf. Except if he's taking a spin class. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, but I can't like him. He learned something new, man. I, I can't do it. I, I can. Man. I, I can. can. I can do it. I did it before, but. Honestly, bro, it's not that bad. No, I did one before with this, uh, one of my professors here. She kicked my ass, so I don't even want to. Oh, here? Yeah. 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 Her name is. They do you? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I gotta check it out. Yes, sir. But, man, thank y'all again for tuning in for this episode from Boys and Men. Uh, y'all, we, we keep growing, keep building. Man, go ahead. If y'all ain't subscribed yet, click the subscribe button, hit the like button, leave a comment down below. You know, on every platform that we own, just look out for us. We got big things coming, big more more moves happening. You know, I feel like this place that we're at is in the renaissance of a lot of things that blooming in the art form, is podcasts, movies, entertainment wise, and anything possible. So just tune in, lock in, and stay in touch with us. Whatever we got going, I want to say thank y'all again. Oh yeah, <laughs> can't leave without saying my last line. Eli almost left out here without saying. Remember this, dream big dreams, because small dreams have a little magic. And how big would you dream if you know you can fail? And remember this, you do your best and let God take care of the rest. But love y'all. Thank y'all again. Thank you, Eli, again. No problem. You already know, peace, peace, love, happiness. We out! I know that I'm different, self-motivated, self-disciplined, yeah. I learned from my experience. I just want someone to take me serious Real questions that I ask How long will this solo trip last? I'm content with being alone in the past But it's changing and it's something I can't grasp Turn off my phone, I'm in my zone So now I'm acting different I'm to myself, I'm in my head Mapping out this life I'm living Shadow work on myself I done already seen hell Can't fit in so I rebel But I don't miss a beat